always, always weird pressing the record button. I feel like that's what it's always going to be. Considering Until we get used to it. Yeah. But also, you could say it's a kind of magic pressing the record button. Speaking of magic. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what are we going to start today, buckaroos? Who knows? Not Who me. Knows? Yeah. I saw like yeah, I decided this episode. I actually episode. have no clue Where what are we? we're talking about today. Drivers. We're, yeah, your, we're hosts. your hosts. I'm Juana, she, her, hers. My name is Quinn, they, them, theirs. And we are both practicing witches. We're witches. Genuinely. We are witches. No. We are witches. Genuinely. Realistically, so, genuinely, you're. We are, indeed. Yeah. Uh, and this is what this episode is about. This is, this a, this uh, is it's a, called Spelling Test. This is spelling tests because spelling witches test. do spells. And this is your test. You're being tested right now. Whoa, we're not testing anyone. How do you make a you how test do you make me how do you every make every single day? How do you make black salt go spelling test? How do you, you make color black salt it black? What with what? <laughs> Paint. No. This is the category of episode that we have where we talk about spirituality and everything spiritual, yeah, but mostly witchcraft because that is that is very spiritual. That is what we deal with specifically however we will probably dip into other things at some point just because we're human beings and that is how (laughs) that dialogue works yeah (laughs) so welcome to spelling test always remember to carry some black obsidian spelling test and always remember Practice, Practice safe hacks. No, but seriously. On the agenda today, what we have is we have a uh, master post, I guess you would call it, of some witchcraft questions that we're going to go through and, you know, just to um, explain for ourselves and for you and whatever just some fun questions if you practice witchcraft go ahead and answer these questions with us It'll yeah be fun. it would um comment them down below com- remember yeah. to subscribe the, and the, hit the bell yeah, unless you're listening on spotify or anywhere else oh, that doesn't I, involve <laughs> then make sure you favorite this episode follow the podcast follow the anyway podcast so today yes we're answering some questions from this master post that we got on tumblr that we got on tumblr by it's pretty Alice 13, I believe. Pretty Alice. Yes. Thank pretty you Alice. so much for... Pretty Alice made this big master post. The Thank witchcraft you so asks. much. Witchcraft asks number one through 105. We are not doing all when questions. We are Jesus doing Christ. 10 questions per person. Yes. Disclaimers. Opinions are always subject to change. And at yes. any point in your life, if, if, if you say something at one point in your life, it does not mean you need to... Uh, Justify it. Well, justify it, but it also means you do not need to hold yourself to it. This Opinions is a very change. People change this witchcraft a, paths. Yes, spirituality. It is a very changes. common thing, especially now in the witchcraft community, to um feel like you have to pick one path and then stick to it. Like, oh, I'm a green witch. Oh, I'm a an elemental tarot witch. witch. Oh, I'm a a tarot witch. You can be a, a tarot I don't witch. know. I'm I, just saying things. It's just because. Oh, I'm a this witch. I'm a that. Okay, relax. You can stretch into everything. You can stretch into one thing. You so 
yeah, that's the, the, that's the disclaimer. Um, what we say at this point in time is completely subject to change. It could change tomorrow. Also, other disclaimer... It could disclaimer, change five minutes after clicking the unrecord button. Other so. disclaimer, um, we are relatively new to this. Yes. So we are not the Have most... Practiced... We are not experts yes. in any sense of the term. Oh, no. And no matter any how long you practice, we... you will never be an expert. Any advice that we give is just stuff that we've experienced that might help. Yes. Don't take it at, to be, like, written in stone. Witchcraft is all about figuring out your own path and figuring advice, out what works for but you. but don't feel like... You I'm need saying to that if you do something and it someone. fucks and it fucks you over, you are not liable to sue us. We are, yeah, we are not we are responsible not prescribing for the anything. mistakes that you make. All right, and that is just that you that goes are, for literally ev- yes. everyone ever. You are responsible for your own mistakes. We are responsible for ours. So. And this podcast was definitely one of them. <laughs> I'm kidding. Anyway, I, like um, so I guess I want to get start. started. First question that we have mm-hmm. is: Do you consider yourself? Uh, and we're both answering this. Do yes. you consider yourself Wiccan, Pagan, Witch, or Other? Um, for me personally, I just describe myself as a witch. I don't necessarily call myself Pagan, even though I could, since I have a more polytheistic belief system. And Pagan literally just means believing in more than one god. It doesn't necessarily mean... I feel like a lot of Pagan is like Celtic. You think of Celtic or Greek or whatever, but in reality... In reality, it just means polytheistic. I describe myself as a witch. I don't vibe with the pagan um, title. And I am definitely not Wiccan. <laughs> because that is a religion that I looked into and started and then was like, I don't like this. So I stopped mm. following it. I looked into a little bit of Wicca towards the very, very beginning of my practice. Because yeah. that's all that I thought that there was. Yes. Turns out there is infinite possibilities oh, of potential. Oh, so much more. There's so much Overwhelmingly more. Overwhelmingly so much yeah, more. Yeah, but also it's very freeing when you're just deciding. Because in terms of this question, I identify as a witch, but if you want to get into more specifics, I identify as a Jewish mystic. Because, and I will explain, I was raised agnostic. My entire, I mean, my my mom would put up the Christmas tree for Christmas and we would do that and we would go to like holiday parties. <laughs> but so we funny. never, but we never, <laughs> it's going to be funny because my mom and dad are both Jewish, <laughs> but we, but my brother and I were raised agnostic. Um, so, you know, they did that. I identify as a Jewish mystic because I started doing witchcraft and I really like doing witchcraft, but also my whole family is Jewish and most of my family lives in Argentina and I don't know a lot about my ancestry. So that is how I feel connected to my ancestral roots. I really want to do like 23 Judaism, but witchcraft and mysticism is my own mm-hmm. path, you know? Perfectly so it's intertwining the two. Yeah. And I still don't know a lot about Judaism. I really yeah. don't. And that's why that's why only now I've started, like, pursuing it and, yeah. like, going into it and learning about it. Yeah, I was raised to not believe in God or gods or anything. And that, you know, it, it was a bad idea, too. Oof. Not necessarily that it was a bad idea, too, but... Uh, I was mostly, my mom is Buddhist, and in the form of Buddhism that she believes in, gods don't exist, and therefore, you know, like, believing in gods is, like, taboo. It's not a thing people do in that form of Buddhism. And then I started looking at my own spiritual stuff, and I was like, hold on a minute, polytheism? And then... There Polytheism is kind of funky. I it like, is. I like, I haven't gotten into it yet, I but will... I would like to practice with yeah. different deities and stuff. I'd like to practice with fairies at some point, which is really fucking dangerous. They stress me out. So I'm I not, thought I wanted to do that for a while, maybe and then I was not like, no. For like another few years, but 
Yeah. Anyways, next question. My question is, what are our zodiac signs? And and we have to describe the big three and the little three. Oh, God. I don't know my little three. Okay, so pull it up. So, I... Do you want to go first? Sure. My sun is Gemini, my moon is Virgo, and I am a Scorpio rising. Very cool. You're much more balanced than I am on your chart. Um, I am a Sagittarius sun, a Pisces moon, <laughs> and an Aries rising. So yeah. that already tells you everything you need, need to, know to know about me. Um, so, actually, I was talking yesterday. I was at my baby at my aunt's baby shower yesterday and we were talking about zodiacs um and i and i brought you up and i was saying like my best friend is a gemini i love gemini's and they're like oh it's because you're sagittarius and i was like but also because gemini and sagittarius are right across from each other on the on the astrological chart and Mm -hmm. signs that have that tend to get along very well yeah and we also have that for our moon signs Pisces and Virgo are right across from each other. Yeah. So we are, like, constantly in sync. <laughs> Mentally, Mentally, we balance no. each other out. They're very, you know, that's that's just the dynamic. Yeah. So okay. you explain the little three because you know a lot more about astrology than so, I do. So <laughs> I feel like you're catching up, though. So the little three. The big three is your ascendant sign, your rising, your sun, and your moon sign. Your moon is your emotions, your sun is your basic identity, is like your own identity, how you see yourself, and your rising is like your ego and how you come off to with other people, right? So most people know those three. Little three, however, is a little bit more uncommon for people to know. It is your mercury, <clears throat> which rules communication and intelligence and how you process information. Love my mercury. Um, your Venus which is love and, you know, how you view, like, beauty and stuff, and your Mars, which is passion and aggression and, like, you know, your vigor for life, you know, basically. So, my little three. <laughs> oh, ouch! I have one Earth sign in my chart, and that is in my Mercury, and I have a mm. Capricorn. Capricorn oh. Mercury, which means I'm very, mm. nid like, nitpicky and like how i process things yes like in information and how you i absolutely are yeah dude i'm an english, english major, major. <laughs> so absolutely i like i i said this to my friend the other day i prefer writing papers over doing tests because fuck taking tests yes i hate that i, shit so I no, i agree with that but i think that's just because we're both artists and yeah so we're like um my venus is in sagittarius <laughs> <laughs> which oh oh we're not gonna get into that we're not getting into that right now basically a wise uh philosophical bounces around from partner to partner which eh, eh, you know <laughs> and then my mars is in pisces so it's very whimsy but also when i get mad i tend to cry and get very afraid mm-hmm. so um those are my big um, three and little three so what my little you, three Mercury in Gemini, which I am very proud of because Mercury and Gemini, Gemini is, sorry, if you can hear our our dog. Yeah, you can hear the dog. You can hear our dog. (laughs) Uh, She's a whole mess right now. But I'm Mercury in Gemini, which I'm very proud of because Gemini is Mercury's home sign. So I'm like, you know what I mean? Um, My Venus is in Leo and my Mars is in Cancer. So do with that. 
what you will. Yeah. You can find out so uh, much more. Like, we're not going to go too into depth for no, it because no. it, you can have an entire conversation about it. Um, the next question that uh, we have, I will bring it up. We have I have question number eight, which goes, oh, Jesus Christ, this is a big question. Oh, God. It goes, how would you define your craft? Oh my fucking Jesus Christ. God. Why did I choose this? Why okay. do you hate us? How would I define my craft? Um, definitely can't define it in one word, but I think that's the way for everybody, yeah. unless you've been practicing for probably like 10, 20 years, and then you're like, oh yeah, blah, 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 because you know like yourself. You know. But definitely my craft is very, um, it like goes with the flow. It's very dependent on my energy levels at the time. It's very dependent on the seasons. I feel like it's dependent on the weather, etc. The weather, the weather, the weather. Um, it's it's just kind of one of those things where it's like, I I I do would not consider myself ceremonial. There are people who consider themselves very ceremonial. That stresses the fuck out of me. Like ceremonial magic. Cat- calendar oh my god doing things in tune props to whoever I, actually does it oh i am tr- i am working on doing things more in tune like one of the last spells i did was in tune and done on a specific day yes same here etc <laughs> however um i don't know i i would not call myself a folk practitioner either i think it's probably a little bit in the middle which i think is the same way for a lot of people um and it's very my it's i mean self-centered but not in the negative way it's very like like it revolves around you your practice that's what you mean by self-centered not by not like i'm an asshole but like i mean well well, i'm a little bit of an asshole no no but i think everyone's a little bit of an asshole no but it's very much like centered around myself which i think most people's practices should be um because without you you won't have a practice come on now yeah um So, yeah, I guess that's the, that's such a broad question. That's the best I can do. It really is. I would, just to put it simply, because it really is a very long and convoluted answer. Yes. Mine is very, um, all of magic is very intentional. Mm -hmm. Uh, It has to be, right? You can't do anything without intentional magic. If it's not intentional, it won't won't do anything. (laughs) Yeah. But mine is very much, like, I'm trying to get into glamour and stuff. And, like, it's more subtle magic, I feel. Mm, yeah. Mine is like I carry gems Yours in is. my boobs. You know, well, I I think a lot of people do that. I carry ge- right, but it's not like sitting down doing it. Like I do spells. I do, but it's not very frequent on my end. No, it's like a lot of, you know, routine for me. You know, I light Palo Santo in my room almost every day. I open the windows to clear the vibes and to like you know, release the energy. You know, when I when I um. Would I make my tea in the morning? I stir yeah. clockwise to attract positive energies. I make a, a protection sigil with my Palo Santo over my bed so I don't get any of my weird dreams, which I do a lot. It is a problem. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a lot of very subtle forms of magic. I do tarot and yeah. stuff like that if, as well. I would but... say that your craft is a lot more low-key than mine. However, both of ours are low-key. Both of us you know are very I mean? low-key, but also it's because I'm hella inexperienced. I'm, like, I'm... Yeah, but I'm also saying in the fact that, like, when you do something, you're fine. Like, we're very different in that when I do a tarot reading, that's, like, 
you know, important. Mm-hmm. Not that no tarot readings are important, but like you know what I mean. When I do tarot like bigger, readings, or when I do one. some magic or whatever, I prefer to do it by myself. And yet you often are like, oh, do you want to like do this tarot reading with me? Do you want to do this with me? Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Which is there's just a different way to do it. Yeah, and also I feel like, like you were saying. I mean, this is true for all forms of magic, Jesus Christ, but a lot of the energy comes from you. Yeah. So if vibrationally, like my, a lot of the energy, a lot of the magic that I do is to perk myself back up to being like on a baseline level because I feel low a lot of the time and then I do something like, okay, Palo Santo, do a little bit of glamour, do a little bit of like, I'm putting these gems on, like I have um, citrine earrings that I wear when I really need They're to, like... They're so pretty. When I really need to, like, go for something and, like, really just fucking harness the power of the sun and go for it. You know, that's the kind of thing I do. I want to get into doing more... It's a lot of internal magic, the stuff that I do, I feel. I want to get into doing more external stuff, though. Mm. So. so I guess, in, sh- in, sh- in short, quote-unquote, <laughs> that is for how real. I would define it. Um, which actually leads well into my next question. The next question that I have is, how long have we been practicing? Segway. I have, okay. <laughs> You're the one who asked the question. <laughs> um, I've been practicing, I guess, um, I've been interested in it since I was like a sophomore in high school, but I never really like really went for it. I worked at a meditation center that dealt with, with that dealt with a lot of, you know, alternative spirituality, you know, which is to say a lot of whitewashed spirituality, a lot of, you know, urban outfitter spirituality, but it was a job. You know, and it taught me a lot of, like, about the chakra centers and the centers of energy in your body and stuff. Um, but I, I I say that I started practicing when I got my first tarot deck mm. in a um, white elephant gift exchange, Ooh. which was two years ago now, I think. I, It wasn't last Christmas. It was the Christmas before then. So I have no clue. Like, uh, a year and a half. Probably. So, uh, but that's really when yeah. I started, like, learning tarot, and then I got into tarot. I mean, I've been collecting crystals my entire life because that's the community that I grew up in. Like, everybody was doing, like, spirituality and Reiki and meditation and stuff. And so my best friend's mom at the time, she had a crystal store. So anytime I would come over, she'd just give one to me, right? And so that's how I started collecting a lot of them. Nice. So, But my official practice started two years ago, and then it got shifted into high gear, well, high, quote-unquote, during quarantine. Yeah, I... During lockdown, I want to say. Yeah. I have been technically in a spiritual practice my entire life, considering my mom is literally Buddhist. Um, it's just different, a different form of spirituality. I got interested in witchcraft, specifically Wicca, because that's what I thought it was. Yeah. In freshman year of high school. Freshman year of high school, and I started, like... I, I, that, I identified as Wicca at that time. Like, freshman year of high school, I was like, I'm Wiccan, um, blah, 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 started researching Wicca, and then I really didn't like it, and then I was like, uh, I don't want to do this anymore, and then whatever. Fast forward, senior year of high school, it's first lockdown, when the schools were like, we're closing for two weeks, and then lied. Oh, psych. Um, <laughs> psych. Um, senior year of high school, which is probably a year and a half ago, maybe a little bit more, I don't really know i'm Where, so this bad is our with second time. year of college it was in january mm-hmm. of that year i remember because i think my january of 2020 yes i think i because i think my uh witch anniversary quote unquote is january 25th i don't mm-hmm. know why but that date is like so stuck in my mind 
January 25th. So I think that was the day that I started really writing in my Book of Shadows and actually studying and learning past Wiccan stuff. Um, so probably for about a year, year and a half. But I, I do remember being like a lot... Obviously, I think it's the same the way for a lot of spiritual people. I feel like a lot of my witchy traits I have repressed a lot uh, just because whatever. But like when I was younger, I would remember talking, you know, to my mom about like fairies or something like that and then being real my mom was like no they're not real and I was like oh man and then you know I kind of I mean, just like I wanted them to be real because my favorite video game when I was a kid was Pixie Hollow so <laughs> yo, I just bring remember back Pixie Hollow. I, I remember so believing much. that fairies existed whatever blah 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 my mom being like no blah blah mm. blah and so I was like fuck um and then later I was like oh wait they do lol <laughs> you know what I mean yeah um so fairy circles don't step you in them. could say you, if you wanted to push it, you could say my entire life, quote unquote. But realistically, comfortably, what I mean, I'm comfortable pe- saying, sometimes people like ex- is like maybe a year, year and a half, a little over that, maybe mm-hmm. longer. Because a lot of people, when they're kids too, they they establish or they show off these like witchy traits, yes. and they don't really know about it when, until they're older. Kind of yeah. like uh, being queer. <laughs> but that's a different conversation for a different day. Life to life connection. Life to life connection. Text to text connection. <laughs> What's your next question, um, Quinn? Um, do do you curse? If not, do you accept others who do? Um, okay. Define a curse. I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know. First of all, do I, I mean, curse word? Yes. Fucking yeah. shit. Goddamn whore. <laughs> whore, bastard, bitch, slut. Yes, ass, I curse hat, in that way. Twat. That shit, do I curse in terms of magic, like hexing or cursing? No, I do not. I think the quote unquote worst thing I've done is a binding spell, which I'm not going into this. Yeah, you don't Whatever. have to. The uh, the thing that I've done is a binding spell, right? But I have expressed before that I'm not against going further than that if the situation needed it. I have mm-hmm. never been in the point where a situation needed it. I have never had that happen, right? However, I am not against, I'm especially not against other people doing it, as long as it's fucking justified. I have this weird belief, because I believe in karma, but I believe you can, even if you do it when it's unjustified, I think it's a shitty thing to do, but I do think that you can avoid karma in that way, because I think if you use protection the right way, you can (laughs) protect- Practice safe hex! No, but I think genuinely if you use protection the right way, you Mm -hmm. can- guard yourself from the you know karmic backlash quote-unquote that that is because that's what you're doing when you protect yourself going out anyway you're protecting yourself from energy there's no reason you can't protect yourself from energy in the other way however do i agree with people who do that and hex for no reason absolutely fucking not i think at the end of the day it's going to come back to bite them absolutely. in the ass eventually I remember on tiktok no matter on what witch talk there was the really Ugh, witch talk <laughs> there was a really place. fucking um like a bunch of witches tried to hex the moon. The moon. That was, it was so, so weird. Such a no, weird. No, I don't believe in hexing entities because ultimately the moon is more powerful. The than moon you. is so not gonna sorry. care. She's not gonna care. She's gonna and she like, will huh? bite you in the fucking ass, dude. She's, the moon was probably like, what? What? What the, the fuck? Hell? What kind of fuck? And then there was disrespect? this one thing where people tried to hex the fae. Weird. Yo, <laughs> hexing the fae. No. Mm, no, if you hex weird. the fae, I want you. Weird I, time. I would not talk. I, I want you I'm gonna 60 tell you right feet now, away from the me. The fae probably don't care either. Wouldn't touch you with a 60 foot pole, my guy, if you tried to hex the fae. Um, I believe in karma, but 
also, and I've had a lot of people do me dirty. Quinn, you know this. <laughs> oh, so many people have done me dirty. But, um, you know, I'm never the kind to be like, execute order 66 on them. You know, like, <laughs> it's, it's a lot of my own fucking, like, I don't see myself cursing. I do see myself doing, like, smaller things like binding spells or, like, putting someone in the Cord freezer. cutting, freezer spells, yeah. etc. But, um, if it's justified... 100% fucking go for it, honestly. Yeah. Anyways, next question. Fun. What was the last spell you performed? Oh, God. The last spell I performed, I think, was the binding spell, which I'm not going to get into the details about. No. I think the last spell I performed, in the way that I did it, yes, I would count it as a spell. I also did a spell for the um, last full moon, which was like a... Uh, I think I like carved something into my candle. Like, the Saturn... Oh, I did that. Me. I did that, too. I don't know if that was before the binding spell or after. I think after. that was after. Okay, so that's the last spell I did. Um, but, yeah, it was just to really manifest your desires and stuff. Like, yeah. it was a boosted manifestation spell, I would say. Yes. You know, and then I put a petition right underneath it, which I really like doing petitions and manifesting. Those are my favorite ways of, like, day, like day-to-day kind of spell work. Um, but, like, the big... Like, my one and only actual spell where I've had ingredients for was my Money Bowl spell. Number 20. Um, we're just going in whatever order. Uh, number 20. What is your favorite gemstone? A nice easy one. Amethyst. I don't know why. Don't have an answer for you. Always attracted to it. For me, when I was younger, it was always rose quartz. My first pendulum. My only pendulum was rose quartz. Um, but now, I'm really big into smoky quartz. And so you are just so pretty. It really is. Oh my god. Um, but yeah, citrine. I have a really nice um, citrine jewelry set. Mm-hmm. Like little vintage citrine earrings and necklace that I wear when I need to be like, hell yeah, confidence, power, you know, Love passion. Citrine. So I yeah, a nice, a nice little, a nice easy I also easy really question. like carnelian, but I don't have a lot of it. Mm-hmm. What got you interested in witchcraft? That is a good fucking question. Good ass fucking question. Um, also, the first time these I'm are not... questions that you should ask yourself when you're getting into practice. Yes. The first one, I'm not sure because I started again in freshman year. And I think it was because I wanted to, and I still am working on this. I wanted to, because Wiccan is a very nature-based religion and I wanted to connect more with nature. And I really wanted to do that. And connect more with the earth, which I, I do now. I earth almost every day, which is walking around outside with no shoes on. And I talk to the plants and whatever. Um, but I think that was part of the reason I, I did that. Um, and then and then I forgot about it, obviously, because that was freshman year and then high school. And I was like, ah. And then um, in senior year, I was on TikTok. I was on Witch Talk. And... Witch talk genuinely was good for teaching me that I didn't need to be Wiccan to do witchcraft. I feel and like witch talk is a good place to, to start. start. Do not base everything Please off of it. Because Jesus Christ. Yeah, witch talk is was good in the way that it helped me realize that it wasn't just Wicca. And then, um, yeah, like, other than that, don't, <laughs> don't go to mm. witch talk. And what about you? It's really good for beginner spells and yes. stuff. Um, what got me into witch, witchcraft? Um, that's a good fucking question. I don't know. 
It's just, I think you started talking about it, and then I was started, I started being like, I think well. so, probably. But also, I did have my job. I was working at the meditation center my entire life. I've been surrounded by spiritual people, so that was always, like, a constant, you know, like, my mom would casually mention feng shui, and, like, she'd be like, Oh, your vibrations, you know, like, you gotta raise the vibes, and I would always be like, oh, yeah, I guess so, you know, but, um, then you started talking, like, I never took it as, like, a serious thing until you started bringing it up, and until I started, like, working at that meditation center, which I do not, I do not like, it's one of my least favorite jobs, and so I guess it's just always been, like, mentioned around my family and in my community, and then I started taking it seriously in high school. And then, you know, that's how it was there, you know. But I always really liked pop culture, which is... Do you consider yourself a psychic? Yeah, I think everyone's psychic. I think everyone is psychic to varying degrees. And I think a lot of people just haven't tapped into that um, thing. I mean, especially for me, the minute... Not the minute, but, like, especially lately... Once you start learning about that stuff and once you start opening yourself up to it, you'll find that it's it's very common, right? Like... Deja vu. I've never really? had deja vu, which I think is interesting in and of itself. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that means, um, but I'm sh- I think it's important in some way. However, moving past that, um, I think everyone is psychic, especially now I've noticed more psychic moments. And... I think a lot of people associate psychic with like, oh, you have the magic. Like the crystal ball. Yeah, you have the crystal ball and you have the thing. But in reality, a lot of psychic moments are very, like, it's very rare that you'll have a huge psychic epiphany. It happens at, you know, whatever. However, most of the time, it's just like, oh shit, I already knew this. Or, oh shit, this and, you know, whatever. It's It's just From what I know, it's very intuition-based. Yes. Once you start tapping into your intuition and stuff like that, you will Which is notice... really hard for me to do. Yes. Tapping into your ish- intuition is a lot harder than people expect. But, um... Absolutely. Yeah. When t- I think everyone is psychic, which is why I... I think that's why I chose this question. Because if you're listening to this and you don't think you're psychic, you're fucking wrong. Um, <laughs> you are psychic. You just don't know what your psychic abilities are yet. And you don't have to look into them if you don't want to. But if you want to... Start researching different psychic abilities. Clairaudience, clairvoyance, claircognizance, which is clairknowing. Claire from Claro. The Breakfast Club. Claro from <laughs> um, Claro. Claire Dream, her most recent album. It's really good. Clairaudience is obviously hearing things. Clairvoyance is seeing things. Claircognizance is knowing things, which I think claircognizance. tasting is That's when you a taste. thing. Genuinely, yep. yeah. There's a form of Claire with Pog. smelling and senses and stuff like that. Pog. Um... So, yeah, I think I'm very, I think I'm a more claircognizant person. I think I tend to, like, know things before they happen. And then afterwards, I'll be like, I, whoa, really? Like, I knew that and then it happened? Yeah, like, um, with your, with uh, your supervisor at work and giving him the amethyst. Yes, there was this one time, specifically, where I, um, this was more like an intuition thing, but you can count intuition as a psychic power. This is an intuition thing I had I used to work at like a summer camp whatever I had these kids and I wore crystals a lot and they were obsessed with my crystals all of them loved it so at the end of camp I bought this big thing of crystals and I brought it in a big box and I was like you guys can pick the crystals that you want since you guys all you know like liked the necklaces and jewelry that I wore here are some crystals that you can like have and it was like just random crystals whatever so after all the kids pick stuff there's like 
an amethyst or two left. I think there's two because I think I have one that just happened to be left over and then I think there was that one. And whatever. So my supervisor comes into my room. Love him. He's a delight. And so I was like, hey, you. do you want hey, do you want a crystal? And he was like, um, no, I have a lot of cool rocks at home. And I was like, okay, but you're getting one. And he was like, okay, pick one for me. Um, I don't know why. I felt really called to give him this amethyst. Like, literally, it's like, I don't even know how to describe it. It's just a feeling you get. I get it in my chest. I get a feeling of, like, this pressure in my chest when I know that I should give something to someone. And I was deciding against it because, as we all know, I love amethyst. Yep. So my ego was like, but I want it. <laughs> and I was like, no, fuck that. So I hand it to him, and I give it to him. And he's like, oh, amethyst, this is my birthstone. And I went, what? And he was like, yeah, I'm a, uh, what's the birthstone? Pisces? Probably. It's like, no, I don't know, whatever, whatever it is. He was like, oh yeah, this is, this is my birthstone. And I was like, oh really? Obviously. And inwardly I was like, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit. Um, so yeah, that's, it's just stuff like that. People be like psychics. I don't really have too much of an opinion on it because I don't really, I haven't thought you about literally it. have prophetic dreams shut the Sh- hell okay up. <laughs> I've had like two prophetic dreams that's more than only, me I can I did gender predict, of the baby and the name I did predict my aunt's um baby's gender and his name which was very funny and um I I don't know because I and I do get deja vu relatively often not as much recently because I think the dreams have been interfering with that mm-hmm. but you should check it out uh not soon enough yeah not yeah, soon yeah. anyways so i don't really know that much about psychic intuition sure. uh anyways number 38 i think this is gonna be a really fun question <gasps> what is your favorite witchy movie i already know your answer you already know mine let's discuss um for me very obvious well to people who know me the craft the craft i've been obsessed with it ever since i saw it which was recently because like a, like it's a month ago. Yeah, because it's partly first of all Nancy Downs, holy shit, Firuza Balk. Oh my god! I'm in love with Firuza Balk, and specifically, I'm also in love with Nancy Downs. Even though she's, I know she's like crazy. That. That's the point. However, she deserved better. Blah blah blah. She one did. of those things. But especially one thing I like about the craft, which I I started, I watched it because I've seen other um, witchcraft and spiritual content creators say the same thing. The representation of magic in that show isn't the worst. In you know what movie. I mean? Yeah, in the movie, isn't the worst. Like, obviously, it's um, exaggerated, but I've because heard Hollywood. Hollywood, but I've heard that it, the people who worked on the movie actually did a lot of research into actual, and it's very yeah, Wiccan and based. It, and in but, watching you know. the movie, you can tell it's a lot of silent meditation. It's a, a very intention yeah. based, very it's very based. ceremonial, very you Wiccan. See her, However, there's it's... a moment when she's like cutting up a photo and like binding yes. it, and that's exactly that how is like, exactly one of the spells goes. yes, that is exactly how a binding spell is done. I mean, obviously, you can change it, have extra steps, have mm-hmm. less steps, blah blah blah. But the point is, like, it's very you watch it, and it's very whatever. I know I should watch Practical Magic because I hear that's also a really good one. Haven't gotten around to it. I'll get there. My Favorite witchy movie. It's also my favorite movie <laughs> of general. all time. Literally of all time. Uh, Kiki's Delivery Service. Yep. Kiki's Delivery it's Service. It's very accurate, I think. More accurate Wait, than no, our real life practice. <laughs> in turn, like, now that I think about it, because I've never really thought about it in, like, a hugely witchy context. Yeah, who would think A lot of the... Because 
Kiki's Delivery Service is a coming-of-age story, which is one of my favorite type of movies. And it's also about, like, burnout. And it's about, like, yeah. what happens when you do something that you love as a job. Yeah. And how do you the keep your love things. for it. A whole, a huge part of the movie hinges on the fact that Kiki doesn't feel like she's doing a good job, and that affects her magic. Like 30, 40. Right? So, she is feeling really down about herself, really sad, unmotivated, and that affects her magic. And I feel like that's a direct... That is very true. Like, that is 100% true, because if you don't take care of your own fucking source of energy... It's, it's gonna fuck up your magic. Yes. 100%. And you can do magic to bring up your own energy. Mm-hmm. But if you're already working from, like, like a negative 10, it's gonna be way harder to, to do the spell work that you want and stuff like that. And Absolutely. also just... It's such a good movie. My God, I grew up watching that movie. My immigrant mother from Argentina showed me that movie. Because she I still taste. have no clue how she even knew about it in the taste. first place. Literally taste. I love her so much, and I love that movie so much. Um, it's fantastic, and everybody should watch it. I feel like it's a must-watch for everyone. Yeah. Um, also, in terms of witchcraft and stuff, witchcraft media, I've been reading Howl's Moving Castle recently. I've been reading it. Because the movie, I don't know. If the movie is good. It's just different. It's it's good. It's like different. how every book adaptation movie is. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but in terms of like the witchcraft in the book, Sophie has like manifestation powers, and that is her magic. That's awesome. Which is you know again a really interesting take. Um, anyways, next question. Um, what's the first spell you ever performed? I think the first spell I ever performed was probably a protection spell. Mine was the money ball spell so. that I do. Manifestation. Do you like incense? Yes. What's your favorite scent? I love incense. Um, however, I live in a house with a lot of animals. It is important when you burn incense in general, it is important to have a lot of coming through, um, like a lot of cross airway. So make sure to open mm-hmm. windows. And also if you're just cleansing, you should open a window. Um, you absolutely makes should. sense, or the bad energy is just gonna bounce around, yeah. <laughs> and you're gonna be like, "What the fuck?" Um, no, but um, definitely, especially if you're, you know, using um, smoke cleansing and incense of any kind, mm-hmm. make sure that you have windows open, especially if you have animals. There's also low smoke incense you can get that I think is really good, especially if I'm doing stuff late at night or something like also, that. Also, essential oils. Um, Essential do, oils are do pretty a really good. good job. If you have I, like an oil diffuser or something. Yes. If you have an oil diffuser, that's great. Anyway, so I love incense. One of my favorite scents right now has been green tea, and I forget the brand. I would yeah, check, fine. but it's we'll that everybody it knows the brand. It's a Japanese band. Whoa. Japanese, Japanese brand. Band. And it comes with little incense burning things every time. Anyway, yeah. I really like Palo Santo. My mom. Used to burn Palo Santo down in her household. I mean, are we just talking about I do, things we like I to do burn? I do like incense. I I prefer Palo Santo because it takes a lot. Because I burn stuff every day in my room. Yes. Right. It's ritualistic. You know. It's like I do it. Like I make my bed. I burn my incense. You know, or whatever. But I like Palo Santo. I like incense like the um the blue box. Blue box incense. I don't. I forget the name. Um, I like burning incense, but because I burn it every day, I go through it a, a lot faster. And Palo Santo takes a lot 
it it doesn't go out as fast. Yeah. Like I I bought I bought three sticks of Palo Santo literally like in June, and I'm only halfway through the first one. Damn. You know? Cause so, wood, I think. Yeah, and also it has like oils in it, so. But those are my favorite, and then I just really like. Oh God, I think there was this one. Palo Santo. I mean, not but there was this one incense that I bought at like a smoke shop or something. Mm. And it was, like, rain or something like that, and those are pretty nice. Um, nice. I really like that one. Do you believe in one god? Do you believe in many gods or one god with many faces? Uh, yes, this... Yes, um, I believe in... Yes. <laughs> no, this I kind of answered earlier. I believe... Wait, what's the question again? Do you believe in one god... Do you believe in many gods or one god with many okay. faces? I believe in many gods. I believe but... in many gods with many faces. Here, yes, definitely. <laughs> But also, I, I, like, expanding on this a little bit because I have to explain myself in a way, right? Okay. I, I believe every single religion in the fucking world is correct. I wrote a play about in it. In some way, <laughs> yeah, is correct in some way, shape, or form. Even if it's just the tiniest amount of correctness, quote unquote, because we don't know what the fucking truth is. They're all right. But in terms of, like, deities and gods, I also believe that every single god exists i believe that every single god that has been thought of probably exists realistically um and i believe they have many faces maybe in some you know spiritualities um it's the same god technically but in a different light or whatever yeah because like historically speaking you have so many sun gods you have so many moon beings um king of gods yeah and they're all different they're literally all different Mm -hmm. in their own way even though they might be similar and it's also a case of like this is a complicated thing because I can't really put it into words properly, but it's not like I see gods as controlling everything in the way that they are, right? Like, mm. if I, if you think of Athena, right, and whom I love, Stan Athena, Stan all of the deities everywhere, you know, whatever, mm. they're great. Um, however, if you think of, like, as an example, Athena, right, I don't believe that Athena is in control of all of that shit all the time. I think it's each... It's kind of like how... In the actual world, there are animals that are so fucking similar, but so slightly different. They do the same things, but in slightly different they ways. They fill different niches. And they fill different niches, exactly. And I think, in terms of considering the fact that I believe um, spirits, spirits and, you know, other forms of life outside of physical life exist, it makes no sense to me that, you know, a whole bunch of higher-ranked beings, quote-unquote, wouldn't exist because if you look at the natural world if you look at earth right which isn't the only planet but you know what i mean if you look at earth there are quote-unquote ranks of those animals right there's little tiny mice and then there's big ass lions Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and each the lion is technically more powerful than the mouse it can do more it has more freedom of range etc because of just the entity that it is so to me, it makes complete sense that there are all these things that are seen as gods or deities that exist. Yeah. I do believe in uh, different gods and deities just because, like what I said beforehand, like it's, it, it pervades every culture. Just yeah. like how every culture has like uh, a different interpretation of like dragons or something. Yeah. You know, like. Dragons are totally real, it by seems... the way. Genuinely. I've never entertained the idea. I don't think fi- I don't think they're physically real, but I oh, think dragons well, are real. Yeah. Um. I've never. Uh, it's cut. Yeah. It's just that. 
Like, I believe that if you have, like, it's such a shared human experience. Yeah. And if we experience it, what's to say, who's to say it's not real? Exactly. Uh, what is your tarot, what is your favorite tarot card and tarot card of choice? My favorite tarot card, just because I haven't thought about this that much. But I have. I would have to say it's probably the moon, because that's the one that I always jump to. Mm-hmm. It's the first one that comes to my mind, therefore. And it's your birth card. And it's one of my birth cards. One of your birth but cards. But it has to be the boon. Like the, the boon? The boon? The boon? The boondocks? That's a good Whoa. show. No, no, no. Anyway, uh, no, the moon, definitely. The moon is a good one. I love her. I I have two that I always default to. Like, anytime I pull either of these cards, I'm like, yes! One of them is also my birth card. It's the star. The star. Yeah. I love the star so much and everything it represents, just like new opportunity and and potential and stuff. And that's shit I thoroughly believe in. Like before I started really doing Okay, here's the timeline. Here's the timeline. I got my first ta- this is important. I got my first tattoo, which you were there for. Oh, yes. Three days after I turned eighteen. So the twenty third of December. Just putting my birthday out there. Sure, why not? You didn't have to say the date. No, but it, it it's important because okay. the I got it on the 23rd of December. On the 24th, I attended this Christmas party where I got my where I got my first tarot deck. Right? And I've always had an affiliation to, towards star iconography. I always wanted, you know, my first tattoo to be a star. I've always loved anything about the moon. I've always, you know, like, when I was a kid, the thing that I would doodle the most on my homework is stars. I always doodle the moon. You know, literally, that's, (laughs) y'all. Like Um, a crescent moon. Like, you know, when I still wanted to do theater, I I always said, I wanted to be the star. Like, always. Like, genuinely speaking, like, I was always like, I'm the star of the show. I was the guy who played the moon in Midsummer. Fuck you guys. Ever thought about that? But yeah, so literally the, just the way that I got this, like, and my first tattoo is a bunch of stars on my ankle, right? And, then and that was before got, you really thought about it. Yeah, that was before and I really thought about it. Because I remember the day you, were, you remembered, or you, you realized, and you were like, I literally got a tattoo on my ankle. <laughs> yeah, literally. And then I found out that the star was one of my birth cards, and I was like, that's fucking crazy. It makes sense. You know, so it really resonates with me. And then the other card that I really, really love is the Empress. Yeah. Because it's very, it's a lot of feminine energy, which is something that I've struggled with my entire life, and I'm only now, like, I, f- I bought my first dress and skirt this year. I stopped wearing dresses and skirts when I was four. Deadass. Like, I turned to my mom one day, and I was like, I don't like this anymore. Anyways, but, like, the Empress is a lot of high feminine energy. It's a lot of that female, female empowerment girl boss action, you know? But, like, in the best way, where it's like, you know... Taking care of people, being commanding, being very loving as well. So it's really those two that I'm... uh, And it's just the power within them. They're very powerful cards. What is the most spiritual or magical place you've been? Yo, I remember exactly why I fucking picked this question. Hold on. Oh my god. The reason I picked this question was because this past summer I went on a huge ass road trip. Very long road trip. Very yes. long road trip. I know you exactly so what you're going to talk yes, about. Yes, because it was literally insane. There was this, we, I was in, where was I? Gainesville? Probably. I was in Gainesville. You're I not going to bring up the fact that you literally went to Salem? I'm not talking about Salem because I didn't feel it in Salem. This is why it's strange. Oh. I mean, I felt it in Salem, but not in the same way. Like, historically, you felt it in Salem. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of witches in Salem. It's very much more overt. Mm -hmm. But literally the most spirit... The place that I felt the most, like, 
fucked up in was this in Gainesville. Me and we brought our dog to Gainesville. So we were out walking the dog one evening. My brother was with my cousin, I think. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And there was this little um, alleyway that um, like was a shortcut back to the house we were staying in. And it was overgrown with ferns. Now, if you don't know the significance of ferns, they are a huge carrier of fae, and they are a huge sign of the fae wild, and they are a huge spiritual plant. Ferns mm-hmm. are an extremely important spiritual plant. So I'm like, oh, haha, we should walk over there. It looks like a gateway to like the fae wild or whatever. So my mom's like, yeah, let's walk through it. And we walk through it. The minute I get in there, it's like my brain, like, I don't even know. It felt insane i wrote a journal entry about it i walked in and my head immediately like i was like i was like pulled out of my brain Mm -hmm. does this make sense and i was walking around and i was literally like holy shit and then the minute we got out i was it like went away and i was like i'm not going back in there (laughs) hell no (laughs) fuck no i ain't going back in there Uh uh-uh that is is the most spiritual place i've been in and what's weirder is it was just a random fucking alley it was odd it was strange. Did not go back. I was like, fuck no. Never going back in there again. <laughs> that was very nice. For me, it's not as overt. I think it's not as, you know, like, present, like, like a big red exclamation point. The two places that I that it just comes to is me and the beach. Mm. I The and beach is a very special place. But it's seriously, that is, like, where... Last time we went to the beach, when we went to the beach together... Like, that was the most connected I've felt to the ocean in so long. And I grew up on the beach. It would always be, like, super quiet when we were there. And it would always be, like, you know, a really nice place for me to be. Even when I was a kid, I was like, there's some fucking power. Like, I would talk to the ocean. In the water, I'd be, like, talking to the ocean. I used to talk to trees when I was younger. I would deadass just talk to the fucking water, right? And so whenever I'm at the beach now, it's very much like my inner child. Mm. still and like communicate yes with me it. surrounded by 100 plants and literally like when i was at the beach with you you know this i got really fucking quiet yes i was just there you're never quiet i am never <laughs> quiet my aries rising ass i'm never we have a podcast i think that goes to show that i'm never <laughs> fucking quiet right but i never i was just there i was just fucking enjoying it and especially at night because when i was a kid i would also go to a lot of full moon ceremonies at the beach but also another place which I've only been to, I've been to a few times, but there was this one time when I was like, this is fucking, like, I've never felt peace like this. And it was when we were at Umatilla, and it was really fun. It, it was, like, a really fun experience. You got to camp with your best friends in little cabins and stuff, whatever. I think on the last day, of uh, the last time that we went, so my senior year, I went out for a walk with one of our best friends, and we went out for a walk with her. I went out for a walk with her in the morning. I think we were, like, the only two up, and then we were ready, and we were like, fuck it, let's go for a walk. And we found out that there was this little man-made lake on the grounds, and the sun was just starting to rise, and there was, like, mist off the ground. And I love it that. It was, like, September. It was, like, super misty, and it was, like, it was all, everything was shrouded in, like, golden sunlight. And we went by this lake, and there was this willow tree there. And willow trees, I've always felt connect. Anytime I see a willow tree, I'm like, you have some fucking energy, dude. And willow trees, I feel like, have such, like, a wisdom and, like, you know. They really do. They they really do. They carry a lot of that energy. And then we just stayed there for, a, like, 20, like, a solid 20, 
30 minutes and we just hung out there and the peace and quiet the inner peace and quiet that I felt again I'm a loud person Mm -hmm. constant shit going on but I was very much like damn this right here and and being with someone that you love in a magical space is definitely gonna help out with with the vibes do you think it's important to know the history of paganism and witchcraft yes Next yes. question. <laughs> um, there's this um, there's this YouTuber who made a huge, long-ass video essay series, um, In Search of Sa- Shadows, I think his name is, and it talks about the original um, witch trials, like the original, original ones that happened in, in Europe. Europe. Watch that, because it explains everything. Like, the first of all, in, just that guy's YouTube, he puts so much work into his videos. But specifically that one, there is so much effort that goes into and so much research that you can see he did that goes into those videos. And it explains everything perfectly. Like, I watched that and now I'm able to, like, you know, generally just kind of whatever. And, you know, I, I'm probably going to watch it again because it's good. Just do as much research as you can. Obviously, yeah, it's good to know the history of what you're practicing yes. always. You know, like, if you go to, if you know, if you're Catholic, you go to church you learn history you read the of the Bible. Bible. Yeah. Yeah. It's especially important if you're following a specific sect. And Neither of us are, but if you're following Greek gods or Greek whatever, Celtic, etc., learn that history. Especially learn since it. with witchcraft, you don't have one specific text that you can read yes. that explains it all. So you have to put in the extra effort and learn how how you all got here. But it is highly important you know? to do so. And also so. just to pay the respect Pay the respect to the of, people who paid the way for you to fucking be here, bro. Yeah. Like, so many people died for this shit for no reason. Do you think witchcraft has improved your life? If so, how? Oh, no, God. I hate it. <laughs> I, it only made my life worse. Somebody get me out, please. <laughs> no. No, it has genuinely helped me so much. Yeah, really. I heard this one I'm saying, such a different person than I was before I started. Um, also, in terms of this question... Witchcraft is not a substitute for therapy. No. Witchcraft spirituality is not a substitute for therapy. Go to therapy, you twinks. Doing them at the same time, very, very good. Very good. Um, the thing Fix. that really changed my view on spirituality, because I used to be one of those fucking dumbass, bitch-ass atheists. Not to say that atheists are bitch-asses, but I used atheist, to be... you're like, we, we respect I, you. I lot. used to be the atheist that was like, God is dead, nothing matters, do whatever you want, ne- like, nihilist. an edge Nihilist, nihilist, whatever. Yeah, um, but I, I heard this phrase that goes, um, in times of crisis, people lean towards spirituality. Yes. And that is really... It's true. All that it is. You know, you you lean on the things that bring you comfort in times of crisis, and spirituality is a big part of that. Yep. You know, so... And especially, I was reading... I I was watching this video essay that talked about the rise of... The rise of of popularity for astrology, Mm. specifically. And it was saying, like, in terms of, like, the times that we live in, why astrology has gotten so popular again is because of all of the distrust that we have for our institutions. Yeah. We can't trust the government. We can't trust organized religion, you know, generally speaking. Um, you know, we have so much mistrust and we need to place our faith in, in something. something. Spirituality, and it, it, it does provide different ways for you to, and witchcraft, it does provide different ways for you to um, just deal with things yeah. in the day-to-day. Like I was saying earlier, like it's a way to bring up your own energy and your own motivation mm-hmm. with stuff. And it definitely can help you change in a way, but if you genuinely mm-hmm. have severe trauma, it is not going to fix that. Shadow work is important and shadow work is 
the witchcraft and spiritual form of like kind of basically therapy working with through your trauma but part of therapy lumps into shadow work if you need therapy do therapy mm-hmm. witchcraft does help yes. it has helped me it's helped quinn yeah um also go to therapy if you need it go to therapy and that is you. that is a professional we are asking you go please, to therapy. for the love of god holy shit what are you doing family <laughs> apart dude 77 do you believe in fantasy creatures unicorns fairies oh. elves gnomes ghosts so to talk about this briefly in yes ghosts absolutely okay i believe in all of those things however i think um like i said briefly with the dragon thing i think a lot of those beings are not of the physical realm right mm-hmm. i think it makes perfect sense that they exist elves especially there's this great documentary about the hidden people in a specific Norway town, look into that because it is an entire culture that believes in elves. And hidden people are not elves. They are different in that culture. However, look into that because that culture is so ingrained with the belief in elves and hidden people that it affects the the construction they do. It affects the laws that they make, etc. It is extremely, like, watch it. Go watch it. It's really good. Look up hidden people. It's great. Anyway, I totally believe elves exist. I think there is no reason that they shouldn't exist um whether they are physical or you know i've heard of people saying that there are some people that they see or that they know that they are 80 or like 99 percent sure are something other than just human you know what i mean they're like this person's fucking weird i look <laughs> i get this vibe from them they're just not of this world and i totally believe that that's possible especially stuff like dragons fake because i think there are probably some things that can exist both if they're very similar to living creatures that can exist both on a physical plane and the spiritual plane but like stuff like dragons unicorns fey etc i think probably the reason they're in so many mythology and the reason you can see them through other cultures is because they exist i believe a lot of people probably could see these things if the veil was thin for them right and they would see them maybe not even like that often or whatever i totally believe those things exist there's no reason they wouldn't i think um you can't prove that they don't exist again I didn't put that much thought into it. <laughs> I do believe vehemently that ghosts exist. Ghosts not, exist. Not just for the goose and for the gags, because ghosts? I do love ghosts so much. <laughs> to what extent do they exist? As in, like, why are they here? Why? Who knows? What's going on? Like, literally, who the not fuck Not my problem. Knows? That's their problem. Uh, <laughs> That's their business. But yeah, I... Yeah, there's no reason why they shouldn't. Especially, again, if they're in, they're pervasive in so many cultures... There exactly. must be an ounce of truth to it. Yeah. You know. Last do you, question. Do you feel you have any natural gifts or affinities that led you towards the craft? If so, what are they? I think I've naturally always been connected to nature because that's the reason I started. And I remember as a child, we used to have this big spiky tree in the back. It has a specific mm-hmm. name. And it was like a holy tree in certain traditions. I mean, in my tradition, obviously, it, it was just a fucking spiky tree to me. However, I remember I would want to collect the spines for whatever reason. I don't have any of them anymore. Mm-hmm. I regret that. When I was younger, I remember I would go and I would, like, hug that tree, obviously as gently as possible, because I felt bad because it had spikes, and I was like, no one wants to hang out with you, but I do. Um, again, I used to talk to the ocean. Um, I would be like, hey, how's it going? Why are you being so fucking weird today? Why are you? Why are this? Why is this water so choppy? Who made you mad? Calm you know, down, or like bro. I would, I would vent to the ocean a lot. 
I want to live in a lighthouse so it'll eventually drive me crazy and I, I can don't throw myself want into you. I don't the want ocean you because crazy. I am from the ocean and to the ocean I must return. That's it's I, going to take over her spirit will take me over and I will throw myself into the ocean and that's how I want it. That is how I want it. I'm putting this on the podcast right no, now. If I no. don't fucking die via throwing myself into the ocean, that's not me. I used to talk to this uh to <laughs> the ocean i'm very connected to the ocean that's my favorite natural body and then also again i i use i started getting deja vu seriously when i was like 12 11 or 12 and that's when it would start happening my last prophetic dream which is actually just so fucking weird because i uh i applied to my dream school my dream college mm. this year or at or the very tail end of last year or something and i got in right i got in um i couldn't afford it though even even with the half tuition that they gave me it was a a still really expensive uh private school right it was a really expensive private arts school so yeah but um so i was it was either stay stay at home do college for free or go to the dream school that I've been working four years to get into. Three, three-ish years. I don't know why I said four. In the mid- So it was a really hard decision for me to make, right? Because ever since I was a kid, I was like, I hate this town. I want to get out of this city. I hate my hometown, right? So in making this decision, I talked to a lot of people that I look up to. A lot of people, like, I talked to my, my dad. I talked to some really close family friends who are also very spiritual, whatever i had a dream where i was on a college campus Mm. uh i have that's what the what that's what the environment felt like it was a very academic environment and there was this building i was on the stairs going down to the street from this building and it was a huge glass building it was like concrete and glass right so the decision i made was to stay at home and go to college for free because Gen Z is the poorest generation, generation. since the Great Depression. Yep. I'm not oh, liberals. I'm not gonna take out We're the liberals. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna take out seventy five thousand dollars in loans for two years of schooling. Yeah. Right? So I I start college, I go on campus, and this is the first building that I see. I've never been to the college campus that mm-hmm. I go to before the first day of school, right? So I was like, holy shit, I had a dream about this fucking campus when I was literally deciding where I should where finish my undergrad. So very much a prophetic dream. Those are the questions! Yay! Those are the questions! The fucking long-ass questions, long god ass, damn. Long-ass. This was a longer episode, but it was really longer fun. Longer episode. Um, Here are... The weekly horoscopes to bid you adieu uh, on this week's on this on this podcast episode. Leos, Leos. Um, maybe show your biddies to someone. Whoa! Have you thought about it? I think it would help a listen, lot. Listen, they didn't. Because ban- trust me, listen, man. Your biddies are beautiful. Whether they're big, small. I don't care don't if they're them. little. Put the boobs in my face. Hey, oh, exactly. They be like me, okay? Exactly. Show your buddies to someone, because they're beautiful, it doesn't matter. And also, OnlyFans isn't banning pornography anymore. Well, so, I'm just saying, Leos, we know maybe, you love that okay, cash money. But also, maybe don't get on OnlyFans, because they seem to be fucking shitty. Um, they do. 
Hey, I man, mean, do it if you got you want, Or show your emotional biddies to someone. Biddies can mean anything. Biddies can mean anything you want them to mean. Um, I was going to do Aries. We're doing fire signs <gasps> fire today. Signs. Aries, um, make some time. Chill out. Maybe, True. like, we get it. We, you want to do everything all at the same time. I know. I'm there with you. But, but please, for the love girl, of God. Sit you down. Have, you have other priorities that you need to take care of, too. And that it's, that's whatever you want it to mean. Um, those, just chill out. Anyways, <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you for so listening much for to listening. Spelling Test. This has been Spelling Test. Where you have test. to, uh, always remember to practice safe hacks. Yay. Yay. Remember to follow us on Instagram at drive, Divers and Drivers Official. We follow have us on Twitter. Twitter, Divers Facebook, and Drivers. If you want it. Facebook for why, I don't know. Um, maybe it's your, your, maybe you're one of our relatives and you're like, ah, oh, Facebook. Facebook. Nobody fucking uses oh Facebook. And you still use Facebook. You we are a lizard person. We are actually lizards. Um, Why do you think we're doing a podcast and not a fucking YouTube channel? Bro, why the fuck would you say that? They don't know. How are they gonna know? Then nobody's gonna know. What if I put it in the episode? Nobody's gonna know. Anyways, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Uh, drive safe. Get home safe. Have a good evening, morning, afternoon. Good vibes. Make sure you fucking carry some rocks in your boobs. And be sure to twerk on the weekends. Yay, bye! bye.